doing something greater than yourself for somebody else actually helps you so that's that's uh, one of the themes of the blue zones and and i think that companies follow it okay welcome back we're here for part two in cersei health pods exciting delve into the world of company food and culture sponsored by ajoy prabhu <laughs> um, so we are just about getting into the, the actual dishes, some examples of the inherently 99.9% .9 inherently vegan, plant-based konkani food. I just want to say something. You keep saying the word vegan, vegan, but if you look at Sardinia or Nicoya, they all eat a small amount of meat, right? Right, right. So Konkanis eat Konkanis a small amount of well, not many Konkanis. Yeah, not not all. all, but yeah, some, yeah. some Konkanis eat a small amount of fish. Uh, small amount of fish and a small amount of dairy in the form of Talk, right? Yeah, talk or, or curds. Yeah, yeah, I think that's yeah. probably the only dairy yeah, that we yeah. see. There's like 12 or 15 dishes that are served, mm -hmm. and it's incredible the variety. There's all vegetables, legumes, there's vegetables, there's dal, there's, there's fruit. Uh, fruit, there's a little bit of fried stuff, yeah. which is delicious, yeah. but of course not yeah. as healthy as the rest. There's rice, there's maybe sometimes other grains, there's yeah. often something that's sprouted. Yeah. Um, and there's usually something that's fermented also. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So all of those Fermented categories. is always there, you know. Yeah. yeah, and I think if most people hear, hear Udupi food or Konkani food, probably the first thing they think of is the dosa, yeah. right? That's probably the most famous. So why don't we start with that? So dosa, idli, uttapa. So dosa and idli, yeah. my two favorite Konkani foods, yeah. are incredible for you because, number one, they're full of protein, right? So mm -hmm. um, depending on how you make your dosa and idli, if you add more ratio of... Depends on which kind of those salts are. Right, there's different types, yeah. yeah. So. so it depends how much lentils mm -hmm, are in mm -hmm. the process of making the idli and the yeah. dosa. So and meaning you, you soak that with rice and then for, it ferments and then you create it. Yeah. So, And then there's the other half of that is the fermentation. So Probiotics. we've talked before about why fermented foods are so good for you, but do you want to remind everyone, Ajoy? Yeah, I just want to remind you guys that if we remember from one of our old episodes, uh, I talked about um, uh, a guy called uh, Mechnikov. He was, I, I don't remember where, like Ukraine or some, that, that, that region of the world. He discovered a hundred years ago or more um, that people who ate fermented foods lived longer. And uh, then, you know, it just, uh, it just sat by the wayside till, uh, our, you know, medical scientists discovered that actually when you ferment something, uh, it has a ton of probiotics. Probiotics are the basically like things that um, our gut bacteria loves. Uh, our uh, intestinal, the good bacteria that are metabolizing all the, all the uh, food that we ate. And so this is like a vitamin boost to them when, when you give them fermented foods. So, which is, which is a great thing. Right, so tons of fermented foods in Konkani cuisine. Yeah. And it's not just the traditional dosa and the traditional idli. I always think of your mom and when I stayed with them uh, for six weeks and I'm pretty sure she made a different idli or dosa every <laughs> single day for breakfast. There's also pickle, there's, right. uh, yeah, there are other, other fermented foods also. Yeah, that, delicious yeah. pickles, which a lot of them are water-based, so yeah. there isn't even any oil in them, so they're super healthy. Mm -hmm. Almost like uh, konkani kimchi, if you will. Yeah, or konkani sauerkraut, you know. Yeah, yeah kimchi is closer. Yeah, you're right. Okay, so um, I think we've talked enough about the fermented foods. Um, I mentioned earlier about my favorite 
food group, the legume. Mm. So um, it's not just dal. Of course, uh, you know, dal is ubiquitous. Dali toy, which is the staple of yeah. Konkani cuisine. It's uh, tour dal with a particular type of panna um, or tarka put in it uh, or tempering, whatever you want to call it. But um, if you look in our pantry, and I'll talk about more about our pantry maybe a little a later. One because it's going to be a lot. Yeah, you're right. So we'll talk about the Konkani pantry in a separate talk, or this will be a four-hour podcast. But uh, anyway, um, ton of beans, mm -hmm. not just dal. So different types of dal, ura dal, tur dal, masur dal, um, dal, mung dal. And then there are some dolls that urad, you don't uh, hold. There are whole beans. Horse gram or kulit. Yeah. I mean, tons of different yeah. dolls, but also the beans themselves. Yeah. So, um, bagra. Yeah, bagra, which is black eyed peas, peas. chickpeas, of course. Um, so many different beans. I mean, I literally have a whole Quartana drawer. And a whole yeah, of I have a whole drawer of just beans and, and lentils. Mm -hmm. So um, it's used, of course, I use it for other Indian food too, but mostly in my Konkani cooking. So legumes are there, providing their glorious fiber and protein and vitamins. And probiotics. And probiotics, <laughs> yes. Um, and then also uh, a, a big component of Konkani cuisine is, I guess, the cold dishes or salads, whatever yeah, you want to call yeah. them. And so, you know, they use, I guess, it, I don't want to call it a cold dish because it's not necessarily a raw dish. Yeah. But like, for example, goju, which is my favorite, um, particularly uh the eggplant version where it's the eggplant is roasted over an open fire and charred and you take the inside and like put a, some delicious uh, like a bharta yeah like a bharta but it's not with masalas version, yeah. yeah so it has it has less ingredients but i think it's more flavorful three or four ingredients right three ingredients <laughs> yes. maybe uh, yeah it's delicious so. and then there you can also do that with uh, potato which was mm -hmm. my mom's favorite um, there's also kishmuri which yeah. is uh, a different type of salad, yeah. you can make that with bitter gourd, you can yeah. make that with carrot, Carrots. you can make it yeah. Yeah. with other yeah. vegetables. Those yeah. are the two that I think of primarily. So there's also a salad component. Salad doesn't have to be a boring, you know, romaine lettuce with with Italian dressing. It can be a delicious vitamin and colorful component of your meal. So lucky to have that in Konkani cuisine. Uh, what else is there? What can you think of, Ajoy? Um, also, um, I'm missing a big, I don't want to forget a big part. One of my favorite components of Konk or my favorite dishes, Konkani dishes, uses masal or masala. So um, masala is not a bunch of dry powdered. Yeah, it's what, um, what she means. It's more the rasa or the the juice, I guess, that is the base for yeah. which whatever you're cooking, mm -hmm. whether it's lentils or yeah. beans yeah. or veggies or a combination of all of those. Yeah. Um, so a lot of those contain. Uh, coconut or imli or, or tamarind, fenugreek, coriander, um, red, of course, chilies are in mm -hmm. there. And you and I have a specific grinder just to make <laughs> my masal for my konkani dishes. Mm -hmm. Also, uh, when we're talking about something that has a, com I just mentioned a combination of all of those, another dish that probably everyone knows is sambar, right? Mm -hmm. um, so sambar, I think, is one of the perfect foods. It has It's lentils. not exclusive to konkani's, obviously. Right, it's not. But you can't have idli without sambar, right? <laughs> yeah, I guess. So, so you know, it has veggies, yeah. it has root vegetables, mm -hmm. it has green vegetables, it has um, lentils, lentils, of course, it has spices. So it's a beautiful so, dish. So, yeah, it's, and it's what about the sambar powder? Isn't there something special about yeah, that? Yeah, so I think uh, it's it's like a, the mole in, uh, in Mexico. 
uh, we Konkanis probably have every few, every couple of families will have a specific type of way of making um, their sambar powder. So um, their um, ingredients might be slightly different and therefore their sambar will taste slightly different. Mm -hmm. And it, it's not just, I'm not talking about the difference between a Tamilian sambar versus a Kerala sambar versus a Konkani sambar. I'm talking about within the Konkani community, yeah. you will find little, little differences in the, in the way they make the sambar. Yeah, so I mean, there's, we could probably go on forever. Yeah, yeah. And I think I when we talk about- one more. Sorry. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. Uh, so we talked about a lot of, uh, about the food. We never talked about any drinks. So in Kunkani cuisine, we use, uh, you know, like especially when you have pujas or, or, you know, some, this is, this used to be the case now. Now, of course, it's substituted with so, soft drinks, which is not a great idea. Um, they serve cold um, water with jaggery, pepper, sometimes honey, uh, and, and so on. And uh, I guess it's, you know, Kashai is a very common word, um, you know, even in other other um, regions. But uh, it's really good for you. It's it, you know, it doesn't have the refined sugar. It has jaggery it in it. Kashai. It's a cold drink. It's a cold drink. Okay, just means cold drink. It's okay. just a cold drink with with um, you know, kind of like the kokum that you get to kokum sharbat mm -hmm. and all. Mm -hmm. It's like that, okay. except it has. Uh, I guess you've not had it frequently enough. It's no. it's kind of going out of fashion, unfortunately. But it has jaggery in it, usually jaggery and pepper and, and some other ingredients. It's re okay. it's really good for health. Yeah. Um, so do you want to? I think we've talked, given a good general overview yeah. about Konkani food, and we'll definitely do another one just on Konkani dishes and co the Konkani pantry, what we keep at home. Yeah. So you can. If there's an interest in the. Audience. Yeah. If there's an interest. <laughs> Otherwise, of we'll course, just... we find it interesting. But if yeah. if you know, if you want to know, we can share some of our secrets with you. So now I'll turn it over to you, Ajoy, since I, oh, I'm always talking about the food. Do you want to talk a little more about the culture and why yeah, you think so, it should be yeah. a nominee for Blue Zones? <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you why it should be a nominee for Blue Zones. Because really, in, inherently, like you said, um, we are plant-based. Um, very little curd, very little seafood. That should technically be, be wonderful for us. But what lands up happening, I, I'm sorry, I just want to make, make this, mention this and then I'll go on to some of the other areas of the blue zone that I think Kokanis follow. And that is the fact that we, over the years, are not following the kind of diet that our Konkani ancestors used to have, which is a lot more um, greens, a lot more lentils, and less of the, the rice, I guess, rice and curds and stuff. You know, if you follow more of that, you know, we can, we actually have um, patients or clients that have actually reversed their condition because uh, they primarily ate Konkani food and they were wondering what to do and yet they could do this, right? So they could mm -hmm. they could actually reverse their uh, disease conditions by just eating better Konkani food. So therefore, I think we are... Better not... meaning more whole food plant-based. Yes, yes, okay. <laughs> yes, yes, whole food plant-based. Plant -based. Coming to other, ingredient, other, other ingredients, other, other aspects Aspect. of the blue zone, if you remember about the blue zones, some, one of the things that the blue zone people do is um, they're, you know, fairly carefree and, and you know, they, they don't worry too much. So if you go to any of the villages surrounding Udupi, which is where my parents are from, you'll see that attitude. People are a lot more easygoing, they, you know, they don't, um, you know, unnecessarily stress themselves on uh, about something or the other. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work, they move on. So that's one aspect. Another aspect is the fact that we are a close-knit community. So we are, you know, we are always, you know, whenever we go to the, the village, do you remember, like, uh, if, let's say if you go for like four or five days, out of those three, four days are, are in the temple. Yep. Um, so, you know, doing a religious service. 
yeah. uh, in the temple, uh, which Religion's is also very important. To very important to companies, yes. and that is that kind of helps, and it's very very uh, reflective of uh, blue zone actually. Mm -hmm. And then um, Konkanis are also very, uh, you know, uh, they serve the community a lot. So if you look at all the educational institutions that are proliferating uh, right now. Also in healthcare, uh, I can healthcare, think of a lot of healthcare, um, uh, finance, NGOs yeah, and banks. Better yeah. Help, yeah, yeah. So, so, so there are, there's a lot of, uh, you know, and I remember, I mean, right here we have a lot of uh, camps, right? Companies mm -hmm. do a lot of camps for the poor and, and so on. So it, doing something greater than yourself for somebody else actually helps you. Yeah. So that's that's uh, one of the themes of the blue zones, and and I think that companies follow it. So uh, yeah, and you, I guess you mentioned already, but I, as coming in as I guess an outsider, have noticed how close companies are and how proud of their culture and how close knit they are. Um, they're very proud of their community and their history, and also. Um, my favorite, one of my favorite subjects, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> fasting. Ah, so, you, you know, I think like every uh, Hindu culture, yeah. fasting is very, mm -hmm. so this is not exclusive to companies. Yeah. Fasting yeah. is important and fasting is practice. You know, I can, that's probably how I was introduced to fasting was uh, during certain um, holidays and certain pujas, you do practice actual fasting uh, in. But in, you do a full fasting, no upwas like where, yeah, oh, I'll yeah. eat something and. <laughs> And call it fasting. Right. So, yeah. And now, especially now that I've learned what, you know, quote unquote, real fasting is, yeah, I do yeah. actually do real fasting. Yeah. So, so fasting is important with a healthy body mm -hmm. and a healthy mm -hmm. mind. So that's yeah. also seen. And I think actually in other blue zones, there isn't much fasting, right? That's true. So right. maybe this is another <laughs> feather aspect. in the cap of Konkanis yeah, that, that would make Mangalore, Udpi, Kerala, Goa, a, another blue zone of the world. Well, the, Just saying, the, if yes, anyone's listening out there. The only issue with that is that I think we need to really go back to the food of our ancestors, number one. Number two is we need to do a couple of more things. I mean, since you brought this up, I might as well tell you that, if, for example, uh, yes, in the villages right outside surrounding Mangalore and Udpi area, People walk. People walk. I mean, you yes. can see them on the highways walking yep. for miles and miles just to get to the other village, right? So that's there. You people know, sit on the floor instead of a chair the, yeah. or reclining on the sofa. They yeah. actually sit on the floor. Mm -hmm. So that, that brings more mobility to your joints yeah. and, 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 you know, um, when you're eating, etc. Um, no matter how rich or poor you are, um, you always, whenever you are you have a community gathering, you sit on the floor mm -hmm. and eat. So that also helps. Um, but Th this kind of leads me to talk about the micro exercises that we always, you know, I, at least that's my one of my favorite subjects. Is I think instead of doing going on a treadmill or or uh, uh, running, jogging or weightlifting or something, these guys actually do the work in their villages just like the way they should be, and and they live a healthy life. Uh, longevity wise, if we were to go back, uh, you know, a few years or you know maybe generations. a few, few generations, uh, it would help. Yeah. Oh, uh, one other thing with which I know. Um, which I've noticed, again, not just with companies, but I guess with Indians in general, being since we've moved to India, I've realized this more is we talked about with the other blue zones, taking a nap in the day, right? Yeah. So yeah, we yeah, always yeah. like to <laughs> preface that by saying, yes, a nap is good, yeah. but don't make it a four hour nap. Yes. Yes. But napping on the good side overall relaxes you and kind of resets you for the day. And it just, you know, it, less stress in general yeah. when you take a nap. Yeah. So you don't worry uh, too much about napping this. is yeah. a good thing. And I'm trying to embrace that napping is a good thing. That is not easy for me as a type A to yeah. embrace, but I am trying. Yeah. Good, good. Okay. I think we've, you know, kind of gone over a fairly big, in big brush strokes yeah. uh, about, you know, how uh, the community 
the Konkani community in particular does this. And I want to again say this is the third or fourth time that, you know, when we go to the Northeast or you go to like Madhya Pradesh or like go to smaller villages, you'll find something similar. It's just that we're not familiar with it. So therefore, we're, we're planning about, to learn. Yeah, we're planning so to we learn, but also uh, I guarantee you some of the things that we just said, I'm sure somebody or the other one of our astute listeners might say, hey, our community does the same thing, which is great. Yeah, which is absolutely and please great. let us know. Yeah. And also, please let us know what you think of our pitch deck for Konkani, the Konkani region to yeah. be nominated <laughs> for the next Blue Zone of the World because I'm already making my t-shirts and banners. So if you'd right. like to join oh me, just God. let me know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. On that note, I think we should uh, say goodbye. Yes, and that concludes our exciting Circe yeah. Health Pod episode. Thank and we'll so come much. back with more exciting topics. Thank you. See you soon. Bye. We really hope you enjoyed our conversation. Can you think about one thing or an idea that you can start to introduce into your own life that will help make your life healthier and less stressful? If you enjoyed today's episode, we'd really appreciate it if you can take a few seconds to share the podcast with your friends and family. Thank you so much for listening. And always remember, your health is literally in your own hands. Making lifestyle changes is not an easy task, but we promise you will be aptly rewarded with a long, healthy, and disease-free life.